The Tapper Teacher Training is an annual retreat for homeschooling parents, a live in-person gathering that brings together heart-centered homeschoolers from all over the world for hands-on learning, community, connection, and fun. And I'd love to see you at Taproot 2024. We'll gather August 1st through 4th at a camp in Northeastern Ohio for a long weekend of engaging workshops, hiking and yoga, and personal reflection. Taproot gives everyone a chance to experience and practice singing, painting, and building main lessons in order to foster a deeper understanding of the hands-on, Waldorf-inspired approach. A team of experienced homeschoolers offer guidance rooted in each of their family's life to help bring you more joy to yours. This is our 18th year of offering this amazing experience. You can learn more at artofhomeschooling.com slash taproot2024. Well, hello there, my friend, and welcome to this episode all about homeschooling through the holidays. Now, I know that the month of December can be a crazy time for homeschoolers. Heck, it almost feels like the holiday season runs from Halloween at the end of October all the way through New Year's at the beginning of January. So what's a homeschooler to do? Well, I'm so glad you're here because in this episode, I'm going to share with you how to homeschool through the holidays, specifically three ways to keep your homeschooling so simple that you still have time for baking cookies, getting outdoors, and getting your own needs met along the way. Welcome to episode 57, How to Homeschool Through the Holidays. Now, in last week's episode, episode 56, I talked about how to keep the holidays simple and delightful. So if you haven't listened to that yet, be sure to check that one out. And this week, I want to get more specifically into homeschooling and the lessons during the holiday season. So what does that even look like? If you've ever wondered how in the world am I going to keep lessons going and do all the other holiday things, then I promise you, you're not alone. The holiday season brings extra activities, right? Lots of extra uh, interactions with friends and family members and extra things in our home and so much more, right, than the rest of the year. The holiday season really brings a lot. That's the truth of it. So whether you're, you have plans to travel or you're hosting a holiday meal or cooking to take to a relative's home or shopping or decorating or attending special events, baking, sewing, preparing, or making handmade gifts, Whatever it is that the holiday season brings, our daily life and rhythm generally change during this time of year. And that can often throw us off course as homeschoolers. 
That's why today I want to share with you three very practical and grounding tips to help you navigate this season with grace and peace and as little stress as possible. So here we go. Tip number one, don't compartmentalize your homeschooling lessons and then try to add holiday activities on top of that. Here's what I mean by this. The very best homeschooling advice I ever got about the holidays was from my mentor, Barbara Dewey. And she said to me, don't even try to do less a main lesson block during the month of December. It was great advice, but did I listen? No. For years, I kept trying to push through the lessons in December and uh, I kept failing, right? Because I felt like, I mean, the reason I was pushing through is that I, I had this nagging feeling that I, I, if I let go of more formal lessons during the month of December, then I wasn't doing a good job as a homeschooler. I wasn't doing my job or that my kids would miss out on lessons or that we'd never, ever get everything in for the whole year that we needed to. But the truth was I didn't get it all in Anyway, I didn't get it all in by trying to push through the holidays. I didn't get it in that way either. So one thing that I learned, have learned in my 25 plus years of homeschooling is that just pushing through the plans usually ends up with us throwing in the towel at some point and feeling like a failure again. <laughs> Plus, then we have the added stress that all that pressure brought with it. So when I finally let go of full-blown formal lessons during the month of December, I was able to see so many more possibilities for integrating holiday preparations with homeschooling rather than trying to keep them separate, rather than trying to compartmentalize the homeschooling lessons here and then having, you know, adding on the holiday activities there. Homeschooling is really so much easier and more fun when we let the holiday celebrations, the traditions and the routines of the holiday season take center stage at this time of year. That can integrate just fine with homeschooling lessons. I'm going to talk more about that in just a moment. And tip number three, but first, the second tip, simplify your home environment and your schedule ahead of time. If you're listening to this episode in real time, it's early November and right about now is a really good time to start thinking about how you might simplify your life, your whole family life, so that when the holiday season arrives or begins to really ramp up, you feel like there's space in your life and in your home And like there's a little extra breathing room, right, to invite the joys of the season in. This might include a declutter purge of toys and books, maybe, in your living space. Uh, If you need some extra motivation, 
My very best approach to this is to use a timer, the handy timer. So set a timer for 15 minutes and just dive in. You can enlist everyone's help in the family, or you can just do this on your own, uh, you know, in the evening, on the weekend, or sometime where, uh, or first thing in the morning, just sometime throughout your day where you can just set a timer for 15 minutes and do a sort, do one shelf at a time, do one bin of toys at a time. It really can make a difference if you stay consistent with doing this in short bursts. Use a timer. All right, simplifying your meal times and creating perhaps a three-week rotating meal plan so that you know what's for dinner far in advance. This can really help. So find whatever works for you in this arena, but meal planning, mm, so good for simplifying. You could even look at your calendar and decide when you'll be home, right? When you'll be home, when you'll head outdoors for a leisurely nature walk in the woods, uh, when you'll have some downtime or alone time even. Uh, It can help so much to schedule that, um, the downtime in advance, Uh, So that it's like making an appointment with yourself or making an appointment with your family when you're just going to connect and have some unstructured time uh, and allow whatever emerges to to come up. Like maybe you'll end up playing games or reading a book aloud or something, but scheduling unstructured time. I know it sounds kind of counterintuitive, but scheduling some unstructured time can be really, really powerful. And finally, you might think about when you could have some time for yourself uh, or how you might like to replenish yourself during the holiday season. I like to buy myself a special little gift that is usually like a candle or a book or a new journal or something like that and, uh, and, and have a little bit of time to myself. All right, tip number three is... Simplify your homeschooling rhythm to set yourself up for success. So this ties back into that first tip that I was giving you and how important I think it is to be able to integrate the homeschooling with the holiday celebrations. So we talk a lot about rhythm around here. And if you're not familiar with this word, with this term, um, as as it's used to describe how what your homeschooling day looks like i want you to think of the idea of just a daily flow of activities that provide a framework for your day so that you can bring some consistency to your days and have an idea of the order in which you're going to do your activities what that might look like um when we create a simplified homeschooling rhythm for the holiday season is um, to, to just scale back, right? Find a way to scale back so that you don't have to do a really long checklist of things every single day. So here, here are uh, some thoughts about that. The best way I know of is to think of this um, as scaling back your rhythm to these three simple components. And the first is a warm-up time. Often uh, for warm-up, for a morning basket, for something like that, we might do some kind of reading. I My favorite warm-up is just to do some poetry recitation, some songs and movement activities. 
Uh, so a warm up time is part one. Part two is a story. So choose a really wonderful story for this time of year. And then part three it can be a hands-on activity that goes with the story. So simple. These three activities can be done in an hour, right? Uh, even uh, an hour and a half is an ample time. And the other benefit of this is that you can, that all ages can do this together. So uh, these, you could still leave a little bit of time afterward for some skills practice, say if, if needed, say in math or reading or writing, it depends on the ages of your children and where they are, what you think they are needing right now, but you'll still have lots of time for other holiday fun. So simple, less stress. You might think in terms of, like I said, choosing a few songs and verses for the warm-up that are related to the season, and then select a book to read that you can pair with an activity like baking or making a holiday gift or painting or something like that. So just a few very simple examples might be read the wonderful story, Sun Bread and Bake Bread, <laughs> or read oh, one of my favorite holiday stories called Trees of the Dancing Goats and Make Tree Ornaments. So, so simple and super fun. If you want book ideas that you might then come up with a hands-on activity to pair with them, I have a really great list um, that you could check out on my website called 50 Plus Wholesome Winter Holiday Books for children. And you can find that over at artofhomeschooling.com slash winter holiday books. And I want you to remember this quote from Kim John Payne of Simplicity Parenting. He said, the magic of rhythm is in the process, not the particulars. So you get to design the process. There you have it, three ways that you can begin now to prepare for a peaceful holiday season and how to homeschool through the holidays. We all need these reminders, honestly. Just, just yesterday, I took out my December calendar and blocked off three days for some quiet time so that I can reflect, journal, and read, finding a way to replenish finding that inner peace and inspiration for the, for the year ahead. So here's just a quick recap of this episode. One, don't compartmentalize your homeschooling lessons and then try to add holiday activities on top of that. Instead, let the holiday celebrations, traditions, and routines take center stage at this time of year. Two, Simplify your home environment and your schedule ahead of time. Three, simplify your homeschooling rhythm to set yourself up for success. And now here's what I'd like for you to do. Pick one idea that you've heard today and make it your own. Sometime in the next 24 to 48 hours, I would like for you to make a plan to bring one of these ideas into your life and 
help to help you, you could, it might be the, the menu planning or the decluttering or simplifying in some way, creating a rhythm for the month of December, any of those ideas, but just pick one thing and then give it a go. If you want to learn more about using rhythm in your homeschool, I have two resource suggestions. The first is to go check out episode number three called Relax Into Your Homeschool Rhythm, which you can find at artofhomeschooling.com slash episode three. The second resource that I want to suggest is a free guide that you can find on my website that walks you through how to create a rhythm chart for your family. And you could make one just for the month of December. You could make one for your homeschooling year, whatever works for you, but you'll get lots of examples of what other homeschoolers have created for their families. It's called Save Your Homeschooling Day. Three Steps to Rescue Your Rhythm for a Simple, Happy Homeschool. And you can find it over at artofhomeschooling.com slash free guide. And finally, if you want to dive into these ideas with a wonderful community of homeschoolers, then come join me inside at Inspired at Home. This membership Uh, We just changed the name, super excited about the new name. It has been known as Homeschool with Waldorf, and the new name is Inspired at Home. And this membership offers classes, coaching, and community to guide and support you as you homeschool. During the month of December, our focus is simplicity holidays, applying a lot of the concepts that I talk about here today. And then in December, we have Handwork Plus Stories and a special masterclass on Rituals and Reflections for Advent and Solstice. Find all the details and come join us at artofhomeschooling.com slash inspired at home. We'd love to have you. Thanks again for joining me today. I encourage you to start thinking ahead of time about how to homeschool through the holidays so you can find what ways to do less and connect more with your children and family. You can find the show notes for this episode at artofhomeschooling.com slash episode 57. See you next time.